888-344-0303. Call now, because this is the Morning Drive on News Talk WVMT. Welcome back, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here, and joining us on the line, as he does every month, it's the governor of the state of Vermont, Governor Phil Scott. Good morning, Governor. Good morning. So, uh, Governor, let's first talk about, um, I know you spoke at uh, on Church Street the other day, last weekend on, on Sunday, and you were very clear about what you think about what's happened, and there have been some people, certainly, around the country, it's colleges and other places who haven't spoke with such moral clarity. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. I, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, we have to separate um, this whole thing uh, because this really is about a terrorist uh, organization, Hamas, who uh, was taken over Palestine. And uh, this is, you know, when we talk about two sides to a conflict, uh, the only two sides I see is is good and evil. And, and the evil is Hamas. Um, so, there are innocent victims in between, uh, both in Palestine and in Israel. Uh, but we have to be clear, we, you know, Israel didn't ask for this. What we saw was pure hate in its worst form, uh, senseless killing of women, babies, and, and the elderly by Hamas. And, uh, and these heinous acts of terror um, have, to, have to be stopped, and, and they have every right to protect themselves. And do you agree with the... With that, that Israel has the right now to absolutely, more or less, destroy Hamas? Well, I don't know what other choice they have. I mean, I think Hamas uh, needs to be uh, eliminated. Uh, I think Palestine needs to, uh, to, uh, to elect a new government. Um, and, and so I, I don't think there's any choice. Hamas has made it. Their, uh, you know, they set the tone here. And uh, when they came in and... and uh, came and, and uh, attacked uh, Israel in the way they did it uh, as well. I just don't think Israel has any choice. You know, uh, uh, Congresswoman Becca Ballant, even uh, yesterday, she she was uh, more um, hard-line than I expected. And, and she said she's not going to sign on to the squad's resolution, uh, the ceasefire resolution. But she pointed out something that I hadn't realized because they talk about that, you know, Gaza has an elected government. But the elections were in 2006. So um, it really is, it, as you just stated, it's more of a terrorist organization. And, yeah, they, they, they may have been elected, uh, what's that, uh, I'm trying to do the math in my head, eight years ago, nine years ago, whatever. Um, it's, it's, it's just not a legitimate situation. Yeah, no, it was more like uh, what, 15, 16 years ago. And they... They aren't a legitimate organization. Uh, they are a terrorist organization that took over a country. And uh, so they they need uh, to be eliminated. They need to be uh, shuffled out. And, um, and I think that uh, Palestine needs to elect a legitimate uh, government uh, to oversee their needs. And, um, and again, uh, the, the Hamas is using uh, Palestinians as human shields. I mean, they're... There, there is nothing off the table for Hamas, a terrorist organization. Well, let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. You're on the air. Okay. Let's go to the next line. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Biden's going to go to Israel and say, God save the queen, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
I, I don't know if you heard that because I didn't have the right thing on. He was just saying Biden's going to Israel to save God, save the queen. So uh, let's go to the next line. Let's get some calls for you. <coughs> You're live on the morning drive. Yes. Good morning. I just wanted to thank the governor for his support for Israel. Going to the vigil, uh, public and publicly and stating so. I'd like to ask the governor to go one more step, please. Black Lives Matter has supported the Hamas. It's time for the governor to declare all schools in this state to remove the flag of this racist hate organization that condones what happened in Israel. Please, Governor, do what's right. Um, your thoughts on that, Governor? The I don't know that it's your issue to do that, but uh, certainly Black Lives Matter, the chapter in Chicago, and no other Black Lives Matter chapter condemned this, but they came out and basically supported Hamas. Yeah. Um, again, I, I'm not in support of the Black Lives Matter um, organization, um, but that's different than the sentiment of uh, Black Lives Matter. And, uh, and I think that that's what most in Vermont, uh, the, the way they feel. And, but it's not the organization. If they support Hamas, uh, then I don't support them. But I do support, support uh, Black Lives in Vermont. Um, Governor, one more thing on that. The, the Republican Party chair, Paul Dame, but also Ed Adrian, former Burlington City Councilor, who's a Democrat, have called on, uh, there's at least three legislators, one in the Senate, two in the House, who have been supported by, I think it's the Vermont Democratic Socialists, um, Vermont Democratic Socialists of Vermont. Their logo has Champ holding a rose. Um, That's all I remember about it. And uh, their organization that also has been supportive of Palestine and Hamas, and have apparently also in the past have endorsed and supported these three candidates, the Republican chair and Ed Adrian wants to hear from them as to do they continue to, you know, accept the support of this organization or do they um, condemn this organization? Nobody has responded yet, but your thoughts on that? Well, again, um, you know, I separate yourself from the organization. Uh, the, it's like Black Lives Matter. Um, if they support Hamas, I'm not in support of them. Um, if this organization supports Hamas, then I'm, I wouldn't support them. Uh, you, you know, we, we ask ourselves in our small state of Vermont what we can do in this situation. It feels like there's nothing we can do, but there is. Um, we can support our friends and our allies, uh, and we have to do that. Um, because if it's, if it's in this situation or any other situation, if we don't support our friends and allies, um, then we're in trouble. Uh, we have to stick together on this because there's a lot of hate in the world. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Yeah, it's great to speak to the governor, and thank you, governor, for uh, coming on this forum. I just have a comment, and uh, I don't want to focus on Black Lives Matter or any other groups, but when the Twin Towers were attacked, uh, we went halfway around the world and started a war in Iraq now, uh, Hamas and Israel are door-to-door to one another. And I think that there is no ceasefire can be accepted. And I think we as Americans should stay out 100%. I am for America. I'm for solving problems here. But 
after that comment, my question is, the rally in the park uh, culminated in a reporter, I forget what her name is, but the people, these educated people who you were part of, I'm not blaming you, and also uh, Mayor uh, Monroe Weinberg, uh, they were followed her to the parking garage, and this is a First Amendment right that you can be there with a camera asking questions. And when mob justice and vigilante justice says, you are not going to have one word, we're not going to give you a word, were they better than any other terrorist? And Ken, what do you think about being part of this protest and the mayor and this, it's a crime to interfere with a reporter and okay. there should be some right. consequences. Now, uh, Governor, I think he may be mixing two events. He said you were part of a protest. What I view as the protest rally was the day before in City Hall Park, because he mentioned City Hall Park, too. Uh, okay. I, yeah, that's I what it sounds sure like to me, about. but, yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not clear about the other stuff. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear anything about a, another situation involving a, a reporter. Um, obviously, uh, you know, I believe in the Fourth Estate, the First Amendment, and, and uh, we need to, to have more reporters showing, you know, what's actually going on. Um, but, but again, you know, <clears throat> we saw the attacks uh, as well. We saw the attacks on innocent people. We saw the killing of, uh, of, of babies, uh, beheading uh, of babies, the, and the killing of elderly and, and the rape of women. And it's just unspeakable what we saw. And, and there's a difference between Palestine and Hamas. Um, so, you know, Hamas, again, is a terrorist organization that we, that there is no room for negotiation with them. No, no room at all, I don't believe. Although certainly Palestine has um, accepted Hamas as their leaders. Yeah, or so, so it seems. You know, I, I'm not sure. You know, do they have a free and fair election? I, I don't know. Um, yeah. and, and that was held uh, a long time ago. And if it's a, a mob-type organization, a uh, terrorist organization, I'm not sure the people of uh, Palestine can, can rise up um, to overthrow them. They can't I mean, even get out of powerful. the country. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, they're, yeah. It's, it's sad. I mean, it's just all the way around. It's sad. And there's no easy solutions here. But Hamas has got to go, I believe. All right, let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I just have one question for the governor. It's a yes or no question, and that's uh, how I would like to have it answered. Uh, do you think the world and the United States are in a better spot right now than when uh, Donald Trump was in office? You can say yes or no, or you can say more than that if you choose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think there's any yes or no um, in, in some respects. We, you know, the, the world is in turmoil at this point in time. Um, but I think the world was in turmoil, you know, 10 years ago. And I'm not blaming Donald Trump for that uh, either. I think this has been a culmination of, of decades and, and world events uh, that are out of our control. Uh, but we are part of this world, and we have to do everything we can uh, to to find peace. Uh, so, um, I'm again, I'm not blaming Donald Trump for this at all, um, and and I don't blame uh, President Biden for this either. I mean, 
they're, uh, you know, being being a leader in these uh, in these times, these uncertain times, uh, is difficult, and making uh, the decisions you have to make um, are difficult. Uh, what we're seeing uh, with Ukraine in uh, Russia, for instance, Ukraine didn't ask for that war. Uh, Russia uh, decided they wanted to go 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 into Ukraine and destroy the country and take over land. Governor, um, so, do, you, do you think there's anything, though, to um, weak leadership on foreign policy of, uh, affairs um, invites aggression around the world? Oh, that you sure. want a president yeah. who shows strength? And, and are you concerned about President Biden is going to be 81 in the next weeks, and there are a lot of people who've seen a real cognitive decline. Does that concern you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I... Uh, again, I think we need a, a leader who uh, is strong and has uh, uh, the faculties uh, to make the right decisions. Uh, and I, and I, you know, again, uh, I, we all age, right? And uh, and we all have to determine when it's time to step away. Yeah. I, the problem I is we're not all leaders of the free world while, while yeah, we're aging. No, I, and and I I think that 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 has to be a consideration. Is there is there a Republican running right now? I mean, that uh, of the candidates that are not Donald Trump, is there a candidate right now that you would like to see be the nominee? There's a number of them um, that uh, that I think uh, have all the ingredients to be a, a great president, and I don't know if any of them will make it to the uh, to the stage, so to speak. Uh, but uh, um, but but there are a number of them. Asia Hutchinson, for instance. I think he's a he's a great leader he has all the credentials he, he he gets overlooked but he has all the credentials uh needed uh, to to be a strong leader um he's been in congress um he was uh he was the director of homeland security he's been a governor and i i do think uh, and i've said this before any candidate uh, that that comes forward um i think should be a governor i think that uh, that gives you um the the uh uh, the, the expertise, so to speak, uh, to to understand how Congress works, how to work with them, how to balance the budget, uh, how to take care of the day-to-day activities and uh, they have uh, that come your way every single day as a yeah. leader in your state. How about Ron DeSantis? He was a member of Congress yeah. and a governor. Yeah, no, I think he he has all all the uh, the. the the capability uh, of, of being a president, but Nikki Haley uh, as well, Doug Burgum uh, too, Gov- uh, Chris Christie, uh, they've all been governors and have experienced uh, those those day-to-day challenges that are needed, you know, at times 10 uh, as uh, as the leader of the free world. So, so there are a number of uh, candidates on the Republican side uh, that I think um, – have have everything it takes all the right stuff so to speak all right um to be to be president let's go back to the phones good morning you're live on the morning drive hi good morning uh, our illustrious senator sanders came out with a statement this morning and said that both sides must stop the bombing and that we must rush humanitarian aid immediately to gaza oh and maybe release the hostages i mean this is what we're facing we're never going to solve these world problems when we keep electing people like sanders thank you any comment to that, Governor? Well, I do. Uh, I mean, we do have a humanitarian crisis on our hands, and uh, we need to help those in, in Gaza as well. But, um, but again, we have to make sure that we take care of business here and, 
and eliminate Hamas. And you, so you agree that Israel's got to do what it's got to do to take I, Hamas it's, out. It's, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see any other approach that that is feasible. Uh, Governor, I want to come back home with some issues, but just uh, before we go, though, I got to ask you this quick question: What do you think about the uh, this battle for the Speaker of the House for the Republicans in Washington? Yeah, embarrassing um, in in every way. Uh, it's just. How they let this happen is beyond me. Uh, you have control, and, and I get it. They made deals along the way, but to, to allow eight people um, to make a decision, and it's actually fewer, um, to make a decisions as to who the speaker is going to be on a whim uh, once they uh, disappoint you um, is no way to lead. And, uh, and, and again, it's embarrassing, um, and, and it's dangerous for the country. We need, we need strong leadership. Uh, we need to make sure that we have a speaker in place so that we can take care of, of all the uh, challenges that are coming our way. They're here right in front of us right now, and, uh, and they need to elect a speaker. But I, but I hope it's someone um, who, I, again, I've said this before, I, I, think, uh, I think what they should do, I think the moderate and centrists on both sides of the aisle uh, should come together and figure this out and elect somebody who has the strength uh, to work things through yep. and um, can can you know work with both sides of the aisle and get things done. We have a lot of a lot of challenges in this country and and this is no way uh, sure do. you know again this this shows our weakness uh, to to the Hamas Hamas organizations of the world like we we're dysfunctional at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Now back home governor there was an article in 7 days last week. Now we know Dan French left his position as um, education secretary and a few months later we don't have a secretary of education yet. There in this article they seem to be taking a little lob shot at you saying that you waited 4 months before going to the um, board of education and asking them to begin a search. And in this article, they have people saying, uh, like Jay Nichols, the executive director of the Vermont Principal, saying, I'm worried about it being a rushed process. I'm hoping we get national candidates. And Laura Sebelia, state rep from Dover, saying, this is one of the most consequential and expensive systems our state government is responsible for administering. And it seems like it does not match the seriousness, the search, does not match the seriousness of the current issues and undermines the public trust in the process. What do you think about all that, Governor? And you know, where are we in this search for a new education secretary, yeah. which is such a huge position? Well, again, it's a bit of inside baseball in some respects. Um, we have a, a competent deputy secretary uh, that took over and, and is, is in control of the reins right now. Have uh, have a lot of faith in her. And, uh, and just so that everyone understands the process, well, again, just think about uh, the... the um, uh, the events uh, since then, we had a, a major a catastrophe here in Vermont, flooding. Uh, the that wasn't on the front burner in some respects, uh, because we had a competent leader right in place uh, that could that could take over, uh, and she's doing a great job. Um, so we when we ask, we have to ask uh, the board, state board of education, which isn't under our control, um, to uh, search for candidates to bring to me uh, so that I can choose from one of them. So it's not that part's out of our control as well. If they need more time in finding uh, the appropriate candidates, they should take that time to do that. We're in, we're in good shape right now. And, and they will uh, give you a again, list of candidates at some point which you will choose from? 
Yes, that's and I can't, I can't choose outside of uh, that list. Okay. Um, so so, so they should take their time and, and give some qualified candidates, much like the judicial nominating board with judges. You know, it's the same process in some respects. Um, they they have uh, candidates that come before them, and uh, and then they present they they narrow that down uh, of list of of potential uh, judges, and then they send that list to me, and I can choose from that list. So. Right. Again, we want them to take all the time they need and send me as many candidates, as many qualified candidates as possible. Uh, Governor, just a few minutes left. I, I do want to ask you about what's going on in Burlington. I know you've been asked about that in press conferences now before. And the mayor of Burlington, who seems to be thinking about a run for governor, um, has seemed to lob some shots at you and in Montpelier in general. And as has the city council in the passing resolution, they are saying the issue of homelessness and, of course, uh, Drugs in Burlington, needles everywhere, all the rest. Um, they're, they're lobbing some shots at you and Montpelier saying that they're partially responsible for this. I don't have the exact wording, but they, they said that you, there's money that needs to be released to deal with these, with these problems in Burlington. What do you think of what's going on in Burlington, and what do you think of the criticism they seem to have directed at you? Well, first of all, I just want to address, I've had a good relationship, good working relationship with the mayor over the course of my seven years. Um, you know, I think politics is uh, is interesting. Uh, it brings out uh, the best and worst in people, and uh, and and running for governor is not easy. So it's good for vo- voters to have choices. I haven't I just want to get this out there. I have not made a decision as whether I'm going to run or not, uh, and I will uh, sometime over the next 12 months. You should know by next November whether I'm running, but. By next November? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You'll let us know the day before the election. (laughs) I'll let you know. You'll know. I said you'll know sometime between the next 12 months. Well, I don't know. Uh, I I said uh, earlier in the program, I said if I was the governor, I'd wait until the day before the petitions had to be in. (laughs) And he might. Um, You know, Burlington has, uh, obviously, uh, Kurt, you know, you've been on the president of the council. You've been a council uh, councilman there. And um, you've also um, been a legislator representing that area. It, it's no secret that uh, Burlington has had its uh, has had its challenges over the past few years, and I think things have gotten much much worse. I think I think it really um, it's not. I'm not blaming the mayor for this. I think the council had a lot to do with it as well. Um, but um, they made a huge mistake uh, a few years ago by uh, defunding the police and, and making that uh, their signature issue and i and i think they come around and understand and maybe understood that it's not defunding the police maybe they need to make some changes and 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 how they're trained Uh, but we need uh we need strong law enforcement uh in this state so uh again we've um, we've been trying to work with them over the summer uh for instance i I think you know this my my team uh worked with them uh to help deploy state police to the downtown when we could find them Uh, we we have workforce challenges throughout the state and and law enforcement is is one area that we're we're all struggling with Uh, but we're still doing that so we're willing to do what we can within the resources we have to help out but when we when i say we can work together um, we know there are areas that uh, that work uh, in in terms of of the uh, the, the drug issues. I, I look at it as a four legged stool. Uh, we need prevention. Uh, we need uh, treatment. 
we need recovery, but the fourth leg of the stool is enforcement, and we need more enforcement. Um, so it's all got to work together. There's no one issue that's going to solve this this problem, and I, I just think some of the fringe solutions that they've been they've been working on are non-starter from my standpoint. So let's let's focus on in the areas where we agree and uh, work together uh, to solve this problem together. Gotcha. Yeah. But just real quick, because we're basically out of time, but. How about on the, the homeless issue and the money issue there? Again, we had a city council on here yesterday saying, look, the state could be doing more. They need to, they need to release the funds to the, the communities that need help. Well, well we, just, we just work with them uh, on the homeless shelter, providing resources for that. Uh, we've been providing, we, we provided the, the funding uh, for the pods. It's not as though we haven't been providing any funding. We we have a lot of funding going for housing in Chittenden County in, in particular, and Burlington as well. So it, they're, getting, they're getting their fair share, I mean, but they're not unlimited either. So um, they've got to develop some policies as well on their own, um, but we're a willing partner. We'll do whatever we can uh, to, to make sure that we're providing for the safety of all Vermonters. All right. Governor Phil Scott, as always, thanks for being on The Morning Drive. We, we appreciate it. Thanks very much. All right. Thank you very much, sir. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to check in with ABC News. And uh, we're going to be back with a surprise guest. I don't even know who it is. Keep it right here on News Talk 